Shelbyville, Kentucky. Episode 132. Tonight, the origins of words. The word for your day. News you can use. And more. And now. That's right, it's always morning somewhere. How's everybody doing tonight? It's Thursday Night Live. Welcome to the Good Morning Show at night. I can't hardly hear nothing. My, my, uh, oh, yeah, I've got a short in my thing. Well, welcome everybody. We're glad you're with us tonight. We hope maybe you're getting a better start than, <laughs> than what's happening over here right now. Uh, let me just wiggle a couple of things here and make sure some connections are all put together the way they're supposed to be. And uh, it's Thursday, so we're getting ready to kick off the weekend, and uh, we've got all kinds of stuff going on. We want to know what's going on in your weekend, and as always, we don't know if you're here unless you do what? Um, actually, I can hear now, So, but, but now we've turned it up so loud to compensate, I can't... Okay, just a little bit more up. Sorry, guys. Um, so here's the thing. This is the place where everybody knows your name, but only if you type in the chat box. We don't know if you're here unless you type. So say hello. Let us know where you're tuning in from tonight. We can give you a shout out. That's right. We're so glad uh, that uh, the weekend is almost here because, you know, it's been a crazy busy week. Maybe it's been that way for you guys, but um, we want to know what's going on in your world as we're kind of winding down here. Did you have a bad uh, bad something there going on? No, I thought <laughs> I would have a little breath mint, but... It wasn't a breath mint. Apparently not. It was a cherry sour. (laughs) Imagine my surprise. It just sucked all the water out of my mouth and throat real quick like. (laughs) So uh, sorry about that. Yeah. Good evening, Warren Kaufman, Kansas City. How you doing, buddy? Glad to see that you're on here. And uh, let's see, Joanne. Kingsman or Kingsville. Okay, we'll find it down here a bit. Okay, Joanne Penrod, good evening. She's from uh, Canton, Ohio. Yeah, she said this is her nighttime routine, so we're glad you've joined us. Let me just turn this down just a little bit Yeah, the music is loud. The voices aren't quite. Right. There you go. How about that? Yep. All right. Kingsville, Missouri. Kingsville. Roll back up so I can say hey to everybody else. Here we go. Dave Ramsey from Danville, Illinois. He's got the power back on. He said, you remember that song from the early 90s? Which one? I've got the power. (laughs) <laughs> okay, now I know. All right, now you can go on and scroll down. So right. I can say, hey to Jeremy Stone. Hey, hey, hey. Jeremy Stone in the house from Louisville, Kentucky. Hey, buddy. Love them stones. Yes. Robin and Otis from Elizabethtown. We bless you guys. Janice says, hello, rodeo. <laughs> it feels like a rodeo tonight. First, I couldn't hear nothing. And then I had uh, some sort of sour candy sucking this... Never mind. MK from Shelbyville, just down the street. She's having her usual decaf Lipton tea with a sprinkle of turmeric. And Jeff says you may have a short in your thing. I'm just short. <laughs> That's funny. Sure. Jeff Jeff is just maybe a, a little bit wee in stature. And I do have a short in my thing. And you know, this is like the second or third chord we've gone through over here. I don't feel like... Is it like working now? It, it, it is. I think but, it's the headphones when it plugs in. It's just got a little crack. Well, noise. I had to kind of open... No. I Mine had does a, that too. I had to kind of plug it in, plug it out, plug it in. Anyway, we got her fixed. John Jersey and Missy in the house here in Shelbyville, Kentucky, tuning in from the couch. Hey, all right. Rick Grable, Pastor Rick says, good evening. He's drinking Coke. (laughs) 
Ben says, hey, from PRP, just picked up Derby City Pizza for dinner. That there sounds real fine. Yeah. Hey, we had we had about three different options for supper, and then we finally had to land in China One because uh, our options were falling through on us. Yeah, they were going to take too long to cook some fresh chicken, so we had to wait. I think well, they had to actually, go chase it down. I was after sushi tonight, you all, and we don't have a real fine sushi restaurant around us, and so we get some pretty fresh sushi from the Sushi Grill bar at our Kroger and I guess they have inflation going on over there because them little rolls were real high priced and they're, they're so blowing it up we just said no thank you Dave Ramsey says you got it right on the song you got the power yeah so. yeah very cool right 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 Derby City Pizza sounds pretty good now that we've never had Derby City we Pizza. had Derby City we? oh is that oh, what they got at their no, house no 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 we they had, had beer uh, nose bear nose yeah that's what we've got that one time. With Janice the, says, put your hits. left pug in, put your left plug out. <laughs> You're doing the hokey pokey here the with hokey your pokey with my pug and my plug. I, I will tell you, um, there's nothing worse than putting these things on and Terry saying, okay, here we go. And then you, it like, you can't hear nothing. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm in trouble. It's like when I, uh, when I did the school bus training, they, you had what you called a, a walk around. You did your walk around. It was called a, a flight check. Yeah. So maybe we need to do a flight check every time before probably, we get ready probably. to go here. Yeah. You also learned that you're to follow the manual to the T, to the letter and the dot on the I, but that manual ain't going to come pull you out of a ditch. That's right. <laughs> Old Dell. Okay. So um, I see everybody is joining. The numbers are ticking up. So hey, 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 good, good evening from the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. This is Thursday Night Live. We're so glad that you've joined us tonight. This day has gone super fast for us. I don't know how it's been for you. This week's gone really fast as well. But here we are on a Thursday evening getting ready to kick off our weekend tomorrow. And we want to talk about all the things. We want to talk about what's going on in your life. We'd love to talk about where you're tuning in from. You know, we can't see you when you enter any of the social media rooms, whether you're coming in at Facebook or YouTube or our website. The only way we know that you're joining us right now is if you type in your chat box and then your name pops up and we'd love to give you a special shout out because we're here for you. You are the whole reason we do the show and we absolutely love interacting with you. So let us know that you're in and let us know where you're tuning in from and we will make sure that we acknowledge and tell you how much we love and appreciate you. Yeah. Thursday nights are fun because they're a little different than the morning time. You know, the morning time we're trying to kick it in gear and get everybody a, a little motivational shot to get the day or the week going. Uh, but Thursday nights, we're kind of coming in for a landing on Friday, getting ready to go into the weekend. And since it's an evening show, we kind of take it a little bit easier sometimes. But y'all, feel free. You want to get rowdy and raucous? Let's do it and we'll stay with you. <laughs> uh, we've got about an hour to do all this thing in if we want to. And um, we've got some new segments, uh, a new segment tonight. Um, that we're going to be talking about, um, talking about words, the origin of words. If you heard uh, Ben Hill's introduction there at the top of the show. Master Pastor Yoda in yes. with the announcement, our special Thursday Night Live announcer. That's right. Every Thursday Night Live gets a announcement done by Master Pastor Yoda Ben Hill. Yeah. And we get a lot of comments on him and he's kind of like famous. Well, it's kind of funny because I, I'm like, you know, I can do an introduction, but we've gotten so used to hearing Ben on Thursday nights I that I'm like, it wouldn't sound the same no, and if I did. I noticed there was like a people crowding around him at District Assembly <laughs> and they were like, it's nice to meet you, Master Pastor Yoda. It was very cool. <laughs> He's got his own little following. You I know, love it. you know, it'll be hitting him when he comes up and there's a group of people and they're like, do the, do it, do it, you know, do the thing, do we're the, live. the, we're live. 
what? Do that. Or, or, or the, you know, you, also, uh, we don't um, know you're here unless you type in the chat box. MK says she loves the music. You do pick some pretty cool music on Thursday night. Although I do think your music all the time, our background music's always really cool. I like it. Except for that one time. I was trying last something Last week new, when yeah. I was talking and all of a sudden some lady just starts singing, oh, 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 and I was like, I know. Well, happening? you know, it's funny because they, when you go to look at different tracks that you can use for licensing, they tell you if it's instrumental or if it's got lyrics, right? So I was looking at all the non-lyric stuff and I'll usually listen to about the first, oh, I don't know, 30, 40 seconds of it. And if it catches my ear and feels like it'd be a good uh, music bed, then I'm like, yeah, I'll download that and we'll give it a try and see how it goes with the flow. And the music when it comes in was good, except for when she started doing that. And that was like after that 40 seconds. So from now on, I'm like, I'm going to put it on and just listen to the whole thing. Well, and I'm pretty good at focusing because as a, as a preacher, <laughs> as a speaker, as a singer, you know, stuff happens in right. the room or the sanctuary or the building that, that while you're doing your thing, it just does. And you just keep going. You just plow through. You just, you know, make it happen. But literally whatever I was talking about, I was like, I'm drawing a blank because that lady started and she wasn't even singing words. She was like making some weird sound. I don't know what. That, they call it vocalizing. It wasn't just good. Kinda it wasn't along, good. You know? It's not something we would, any of us would listen to anyway. No, no. Uh, and it's funny because, you know, uh, you, you're talking about being distracted and stuff. I was listening back to the show there uh, from the other day. And when it got to that part, I was like, oh, no, here it comes. And then, <laughs> and then I heard it. And I'm like, OK, yeah, I see why that's annoying. So, so sorry about that. No, it's totally OK. Yeah. I think it was a surprise to both of us. <laughs> Otis says, bless you both for the good you do. Buddy, bless you. Thank you so yeah. much. And yeah. Janice has got a little spring in her step. Ha ha. Janice spring, Texas. Um, she's in Spring, Texas, so there was the joke. But also, anytime Janice talks about a step, I'm happy because the Lord's healing her body wholly and completely. I think it should have been one of those, yeah. Yeah, Spring in her step. Hey, Spring in Janice's step, that's good for all that. You you tell them you don't need to rehab. The Lord's healed you totally. And you're good. Amen. Right? That's the truth. That's the truth. Well, I heard you say when you did that intro all by yourself. Sorry about that. I didn't even see my <laughs> my lines up on, on no. the... No. So there we go. It wasn't my fault. No, no, it wasn't because we didn't have one tonight. No, and I was talking to my mother right up until showtime. <laughs> That's all right. This is episode 132, and uh, man, how they're just flying by. Uh, 131, obviously, was uh, on Monday morning. Our Monday morning motivation, we talk about just kicking the week off and doing all kinds of stuff, and we had uh, some some good stuff that happened during that show. You'll have to go check that out. You can find all of our previous episodes on our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv, and you can click on the blog link there and read all about it, look at the pictures. There's some fun pictures that we include for different things, for different topics and stuff, and um, maybe also some extra links if we have other articles like the uh, foods that were discovered by accident that we talked about a couple episodes ago. In fact, I think it was last Thursday night. And so uh, all the treats and eats and stuff like that. So go check that out at the website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Yeah. Hey, Janice got a new cane. I wonder if it's all blinged up. <laughs> we had a sweet sister. She's a pastor's wife in, um, oh, I forgot what city in Kansas she was in. Anyway, um, she had an avalanche, a Chevy avalanche. Oh, it was down in Yates Center, Kansas. And that woman put 
little blingy gems she all on the back of that thing and bedazzled it, looked, it she bedazzled her <laughs> avalanche and it was the coolest thing i have ever seen it's a chevy avalanche. and i am not real blingy i'm not a real blingy gal i mean i think you can look at me and probably figure that out <laughs> but um i do like a few things baylor calls me a girly girl you have I, some sunglasses that are blingy kind of i don't cool. mind to throw some bling every now and again yeah. but that woman's truck it, Listen, it there's something about a truck. I just love a truck. And it was black, it right? It was black, but it, it had, had all the little silver rhinestone bedazzled, bedazzled things on it. I bet you it. Janice has bedazzled her cane. <laughs> have you done that, Janice? Do you have you a shiny pink cane that with would be cool. gemstones? Oh, she says I'm giving her oh, ideas. Oh, Do it. Do yeah. it. Or like get you some of them, like, uh, you know, them streamers that you used to have on your bicycle when you was a kid <laughs> that went on the handlebars. Now you're just getting trashy. Just put the handlebar, get one of those that has the no. pink and silver streamers. Now man. you're getting trashy about it. No. You got to be dazzled that thing. Make it look real classy, Janice. Well, at least for the handlebar. Take a picture, send it to us. I would love that. Get you a little dinosaur foot for the peg down on the bottom or, or no, something. You no, know? no, that's just dumb. See, you just took it too far. <laughs> I just want a little uh, bling. I'll just be a here little all bling. Oh, Try no. the veal. No, no, no. Yeah. Hey, speaking of, we t- we uh, had some Chinese food for supper. What do you all get when you all get Chinese food? Can I ask you that? Um, we like to talk about food um, around here. Everybody's got their favorite go-to dish. Some people like chicken chow mein, and some people like chicken lo mein, and some people like chicken fried rice, and some people like me like chow fun chicken. Chicken, chicken chow, chow me fun. Chow me fun. I don't even know what it's called. M E I, me, me. And the, if you don't know what chow me fun is, chow me fun is um, rice noodles. <laughs> I don't like the big, thick pasta noodles, but I like the little teeny tiny paper thin rice noodles. <laughs> Joanne says she has a pink cane with flowers all over it. Yeah, okay. And then Rick says, get yourself a rear view mirror. There you go. <laughs> like a bike, see? You guys are just. <laughs> just Robin got a new crucifix out. gold necklace today. Well, that's oh, wonderful. Awesome. Otis, did you get her necklace? That's so lovely. That's cool. And Dave Ramsey likes your jokes, Terry. <laughs> I don't think you should probably encourage that, Dave. I think I'm hilarious. I, you know, nobody else uh, has yes to. Yes, you do. Nobody and sometimes you start getting on a very funny roll at the most inappropriate times. And I'm like, really now? <laughs> now is the time you're going to choose to be funny. Uh, John Jersey said he likes his Chinese go-to is shrimp and lobster sauce there every time. John, I found a new dish over there that you might like if you like shrimp. And if you like the uh, uh, General's Chicken, it's called uh, Dragon and Phoenix. Yeah. And it's got veggies, got broccoli and carrots and onions in it. And then it's also got the the sh- big shrimp and in a white sauce. And then it's got the General's Chicken on the other half of it. And it is so good. Good combination. Robin likes Singapore Me Fun. And um, Ben Hill says Chow Me Fun is the bomb. It really it really is really good. I like it. Wow. And Otis calls those skinny noodles. Well, they are not making me skinny when I eat them. But if you tell me they will, I'll eat them every day. And Monica likes gluten-free sweet and sour chicken or sesame chicken. Awesome. That's what Miss B, she has the sweet and sour chicken. Yes. And then um, Dave Ramsey's wife, Kathy, says the same thing about him. And that you all are funny at the wrong time. <laughs> yes, it's a problem. Also, um, Janice has got her stickers ready to bling up her new wheelchair oh, when yeah, it comes I saw, in. Yep. I saw something about yep. that. She got all her stickers ready She's for ready wheelchair. to roll. Man, I tell you what. That's fun, Janice. Yeah. And uh, Joanne says she loves Chinese food. Janice likes sweet and sour pork or orange chicken see how um a variety everybody likes a variety of stuff yeah. i love that that yes. people are so different and they have such different tastes Look at there jeff says the dragon and the phoenix is good dragon mm-hmm. and phoenix i really like it 
Terry, you're so adventurous. You try so many new things. But what I do is I just find one thing I like and kind of stick to that. My problem is I don't find things that I don't like. If I could narrow it down and only have well, just a few, it, then it'd I be promise all right. you, if Otis is telling the truth and he's prophesying that those ch- those little skinny, skinny noodles, noodles will make me skinny, I'd eat them all the time. Well, uh, MK likes spring roll, egg foo young, and lo mein. There you go. That's great. You know, July. I was looking. Um, there's actually a calendar where you can find uh, certain food dates, like on July seventh. It's the seventh month. It was the eleventh day. July 11th. It was 7-Eleven day and Baylor and I went over to our local Speedway, which is owned by the 7-Eleven Corporation or the same corporation that owns both. And so they have Slurpees there. And on 7-Eleven day, you can get a free Slurpee. And so I was like trying to check this out and find out and make sure everything was good. And I found out there are some other dates that you can get free items. Like today mm-hmm. is National French Fry Day. Yes. Where you can use the McDonald's app and you can get French fries, no purchase necessary. Uh, I believe uh, it might have also not just been uh, dedicated just to the app. Some of them are apps uh, where you have to use the app to get the free stuff. Like Wendy's, I think, had some free fries, but you had to buy something else and do it in the app. Um, on the 16th of July, it's National National Ice Cream Day. Really? And there are yes, there are places that you can find uh, certain deals, uh, like Baskin Robbins from the 16th to 22nd. Uh, they have one of those over in Frankfurt. Remember, you can get five dollars off your order of twenty dollars or more. I mean, you can get discounts. There's others that give away free stuff. I think DQ has something. Oh yeah, Dairy Queen. Get a dollar off any dipped cone. Do you know how expensive dipped cones are right now? I don't. Look know. at this. Regularly three ninety nine to five nineteen. Do you can know why you I don't know? It? Because they don't have cherry dipped cones here at our yeah, DQ here in. Now, listen, I don't ever speak bad about a place, and I love my hometown here of Shelbyville, Kentucky, but there's a real problem when your Dairy Queen don't have cherry dip cone. That's a real problem, and I don't know if we need to start a pledge drive, if we need to have some sort of protest, if we need to get signs, if we just need to go over and pray. I don't really know what we need to do to change this fact, but Dairy Queen, listen here to me, please, okay? If you're going to open a store anywhere anywhere in the world you must offer folks cherry dipped cones thanks for listening to my ted talk (laughs) oh you're so hilarious okay so jeff says that chinese food in china is quite different and a bit of an adventure okay well i was gonna say isn't all food in china chinese food (laughs) i mean like even the kfc you know okay all right, and, and Otis says the, the noodles are skinny, not necessarily the patrons of the okay, restaurant. Okay, now you tell me, Otis. Okay, well, <laughs> I see. I can see that I missed my mark on that one, well, but they do taste good. So here, here's our here's our little Slurpee adventure. The other yes, day. Yeah, show it. Show oh, Miss Freckleface. Uh, let's just make this. Look at all them freckles. Smaller. You got so you can see our Slurpees in there. There you go. And so we were over at the Speedway and, and got our free uh, drink. I think they expect that you're going to buy something else while you're there. And Not you guys. No, <laughs> we just came for the, the guy said, can I help you? And I said, we just came for the free, free Slurpees. Do we need to do anything else? He said, nope, have a great day. And so we were like, <laughs> okay, awesome. we almost bought a cookie. But then we thought, oh, we got enough sugar in these Slurpees. Already. Oh, my word. So yeah. I don't care for um, Slurpees or ICs, depending on what you called them growing up. Frozen Cokes. 
A lot of people call them frozen Cokes, yes. frozen cherries. Um, I do not care for them because they are so sweet. They're so sweet. I feel like they're just so sweet. I can't even hardly enjoy them because there's just too much sweetness in them. Well, that's that's pretty much all they are. They're like a Mr. Misty, you know, from DQ. We were talking about that a minute ago. I don't eat those either. Uh, those are, it's just about like, uh, it's just a cup of sugar. And Suicide Slurpee. Yes, John, they did. They were mixing yes, flavors. Yes, we mixed them all up. And they but, have, they have all <laughs> <laughs> Mine came up Look, a little through the see, top. you can see they've got um, oh, yeah. whatever that is. Limoncella. Limoncella, blue raspberry, dragon, dragon fruit. fruit. They had, they had coconut. Sp- sprite lima- limonade. They, they had cherry. They Coca-Cola. had co- cherry frozen uh, Mountain Coke. Dew. Um, yeah, they had all kinds of uh, flavors. Which so we, Mountain Dew and in a Slurpee sounds dangerous because <laughs> it is so much caffeine plus so much sugar. It's like a bomb ready to go off in your brain yeah i know i know Uh, joanne says she'd rather have a milkshake Mm. now i i I do i do like some i do like some ice cream but i just cannot handle the i wish i could too because they sound what about like a snow cone like what dave ramsey said he said he likes snow cones you like snow cones you know i've never only had maybe a one or two in my life so i'm not real sure now we've got we had jeff Are these, is that snow cone guy still right down here off Main? Right off Main and and Frankfurt Road. I think um, that little little, uh, snow shack something or other. Jeff says you can get sugar-free flavors that are tropical ice. Yeah, they're not real terrible sweet. Remember when we were in Owensboro uh, five, six years ago and we bought bought those uh, down there on the river walk and they had the, and they were in those cups. And it was when they were giving away the free frisbees and all that stuff. I did not. I do remember that, and I did not have one of them either. It was a good night. And our daughter got blue, so you know I was out on that. The Sugar Shack, John. <laughs> Sugar Shack. Yeah, there it is, John, to the rescue. Yeah. Sugar Shack, John. Is that still open this summer? Somebody needs to tell me, because I'm needing to go down there and talk to them and see. I used to mix the sugar water that made the Mister Misty type drinks. I bet it's so sweet. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, Megan, Megan Megan. from Kansas City. Hi, sister. Good to see you tonight. Bless you. We're so glad that you're in. You know, um, so good to have you guys all on this evening. My favorite thing about Thursday night is so many more of you get to come on and join the show because you're you're Homer, Homer, you're Homer in the evening. Don't. Sorry. John said, yes, they're open. All right. The Sugar Shack. We need to go check it out. I know you and Baylor will enjoy it, but I think I would like to be brave and bold and try. The sugar-free kind. Yeah. Yeah. Well, July 19th is National Hot Dog Day. If you like hot dogs, and I'm sure there's some specials and deals. National Chicken Wing Day on July 29th, July 30th, National Cheesecake Day. Okay, now you're Especially talking. Cheesecake Factory. Now you're And talking. then on July 31st, National Avocado Day. Mm-hmm. So if you like guac, you know, or just avocados. I do avocados. like guac, yeah. You yeah. love avocado. Yeah. Well, they, this. Does, I want to know, does National Hot Dog Day happen on a Louisville Bats home game? Probably. I don't know. July 19th. You'd have to check and see. And Jeremy, so, Jeremy, are you still on? <laughs> <laughs> Better be checking the calendar, buddy. Jeremy knows he's in the know on the Louisville Bats. Look at that. Nathan's Famous. Five-cent hot dogs from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at a Nathan's Famous, but we don't have any of those around here. I believe 
do where in the world would be close new york city i don't know but they look really good don't they They do look good if you want to find a link for what we're talking about here it's it talks about uh this this article that i'm reading from is uh it's uh 64 food holidays and it goes through each month and it's got links to where you can check out the the different uh things that you can take advantage of to get free stuff free foods and different things and i'll put that in the show notes for this episode show number 132 so you just go to the blog on our website the good morning show.tv click on the blog look on this episode here and uh, you can check out those links for yourself how about that robin says otis makes amazing chicken wings yeah. and janice uh, joanne says her son makes the best guac that's so cool and i have I a would, specialty and i want to say that welcome to the good morning show at night it's thursday night live with terry and melissa and we're so glad that you've joined us and i see that our numbers are ticking up and i just want to welcome you tonight i also want to let you know that we would love to give you a shout out if you don't mind typing in the chat box just say hi just say hello let us know you're here or maybe let us know where you're watching from we want to make sure that we honor you you. you are so important to us and we want to make sure that you have a little shout out and a welcome. Also, a very special shout out to all of our podcast listeners. We love you. We appreciate you. We can't see you and you can't see us, but you're so faithful to listen to our content and we thank you so much. You mean the world to us. I hope that you're encouraged. Absolutely. You know, also, if you guys have any prayer requests, please let us know. We want to pray for yes. you. Yes. Uh, Portillo's hot dogs are better than Nathan's. Is that a Chicago thing? That is. John Jersey? John Jersey and Missy are going to tell you how much they love Portillo's. Portillo's? Portillo's. Portillo's. Yeah. How do you say that? I bet in Chicago they call it Portillo's. Uh, well, John will tell us. Mm-hmm. And um, John and Missy like Portillo's or Portillo's. Yeah. Sorry. Didn't they get some shipped somewhere or have an order? I think they said it opened here. Order? Did they not say it opened? like in Nashville or somewhere around here. I don't know. Man, I don't know. John will tell remember. us. He will type in and he will give us all the deets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be go- that'd be awesome because, you know, when we have uh, those kind of places, it makes it special for us to go there. Those are great. I love when we get recommendations yeah. from people, yeah, yeah. especially when they're local from an area. Terry has it right. It's Portillo's. Yeah. And um, John, did they open one outside of Chicago? Did we hear that? And while we're waiting for John to answer, good evening, Pastor Bobby Patton. Good Good evening. evening. Here, D says, hi, D. Sister, Pastor D. Arlington. And she is in DFW, Dallas, Fort Worth, Arlington. Yeah. Literally three cities all smushed into one. And then they have all these bedroom communities. And anyways, it, there's one in, here in Champaign, says David okay. Ramsey, Champaign, Illinois. Arlington is getting a Portillo's. And um, D is getting ready to go to Belize. Yeah. Yeah. How cool uh, is that? That is awesome. She that says, is awesome. hi. Hey. <laughs> How about, how about a how about a before we go any further? How about a little uh, a little news we can use? I love Would news you, like you can use. Yeah, please. All right, let's check this out. All right, so let's see here. Uh, let's see. You remember on last Thursday we talked about how nearly seven thousand people accepted Christ during the Harvest Crusades in Southern California, right? Amen, yeah. Okay, and here's some more news that you can use about how God is continuing to work in the lives of those who attended the Crusades last week. Um, you know, we saw, had some great pictures. I mean, look at that stadium. That's uh, where the Mighty Ducks play for the, the hockey stadium in there. Uh, people down on the floor there going forward for an altar call. Um, you know, just people praising God. Well, here's the news that is extended beyond that. If you haven't already heard, They said mass baptism in Southern California is described in biblical proportions. All right. Now, this is cool because it has there's a little bit of history behind this Um, in Newport Beach, California. 
at the same Ocean Cove that became a focal point for the Jesus movement in the 60s and 70s and also used as a filming location for the Jesus Revolution movie, 4,500 people were baptized over the weekend. Man, that's awesome. Evangelist Greg Laurie and others are describing the mass baptism held at Pirate's Cove in Newport Beach and hosted by Harvest Crusade and churches in biblical terms. Pastor Laurie said, on the day of Pentecost, after Peter preached, we read in the Bible that 3,000 people were baptized. And at Pirate's Cove, we're looking at a baptism of biblical proportions. He told the Washington Times at the event, tagged as the Jesus Revolution Baptism. And in a social media post, Greg Laurie said that uh, this may be the largest baptism in American history, maybe world history. Wow. And he said, God knows, but it was amazing. And we give him all the glory. Hallelujah. Pastor Greg Laurie, here's some interesting history about this. And his wife, Kathy, were baptized at Pirate's Cove 50 years ago. Wow. And he says, for me, this is a place that's filled with memories. This is where we also filmed the Jesus Revolution movie. He says, it's funny because Pirate's Cove has been here forever. Now it's taking on a whole new meaning for a lot of people. Amen. They not only want to be baptized they want to be baptized here glory one person who was baptized 17 year old christian los was baptized alongside his uncle and said it was watching the story of pastor greg's life portrayed in the movie that touched him wow isn't that amazing yes and after coming out of the water from his baptism bill ellison age 67 said he always believed in god but prior to this point in his life was not ready to profess jesus as his savior wow because you know that's what it is it's not the baptism that saves us it's our profession of our of our commitment right yeah So he said he came closer to his decision by watching and listening to various Christian broadcasts, including from Pastor Greg Laurie and Harvest. And when he was asked why, uh, when this other person, Sean Rayborn, was asked why she decided to get baptized, uh, she's 61 years old from Tustin, California. She said to be born again. It's hard to describe. She said, I've, I've been wanting this for a long time. Wow. And, wow. And Pastor this is Lori, amazing. He said he believes the baptism at Pirate's Cove on Saturday represents a unique moment in history. Never crowds like this 50 years ago in the Jesus movement. He said, this is new and fresh. Yes. And what's happening is clearly inspired oh, by the Jesus, Jesus people revival because people want to have their own revival today. And he said, this is revival like no questions about so it. So Jesus, I just pray that the revival that's beginning, the one that's begun here this year in Asbury and the one that the Jesus Revolution movie has ushered in, God, whatever you use, we pray that it will stay, that it will tarry, that it will be a perpetual revival, a renewing and a revitalization of your people and an evangelism work to bring more people into your kingdom, expand your kingdom. I pray that this is just the beginning and I pray this in Jesus name. Amen. Yeah, it's so cool. You know, we haven't seen that movie yet, Jesus Revolution, but I know that we definitely want to uh, be able to get to see that. And Rick Rabel says, by all means, save some. That's it. That's it. Yep. Yep. Well, we have a Are we done at the news desk? Thanks for our news Mm -hmm. report. Terry, right from the news desk, ladies uh-huh. and gentlemen. Pastor Back D, to you, <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> Pastor <laughs> D says, please pray for our 16 team member as team members as they go to Belize next week for their work and witness mission trip. So, Father, right now I lift up these 16 that are going to represent your kingdom. They're going to represent you. And I know these, and they're going to do a great job representing you. But Lord, I pray for smooth travel, safety. I pray, Lord Jesus, that your kingdom would be expanded in this mission trip and that you would be glorified and and, and that more souls would be saved and come to know you in right relationship. 
Lord, I want to pray for Megan's daughter. She has given her life to you, Jesus, and the enemy has really been coming after her. We pray, Lord, that you would lead her and that you would also protect her and heal her, touch her, restore her, and you are hemming her in. You are her rear guard and you are going on to lead her. So, Father, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot of great information. That's wonderful news you can use. And I was, I'm tickled to hear about that. You guys, 4,500 people. Wow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wow. Hallelujah. Yeah, it's an honor to pray. It's an honor to pray for and with you guys. Bobby says he's also praying. Amen. Thanks, Bobby, for the prayer agreement. Bobby had a good testimony after we prayed for his mouth. Um, His time at the dentist was short and he was okay. And uh, the Lord was faithful to be with him. That's awesome. Hey, and you know he's faithful to be with you. So thanks for tuning in to the Good Morning Show at night with Terry and Melissa Wright. We're so glad you're here on Thursday Night Live. We'd love to say a special hello to you. Why don't you let us know you're here by typing hi in the chat box, and we'll be sure and have a special hello for you. That's right. Wow. I ran across this picture just a little while ago of us taking a little shot here inside the uh, the mothership, the cockpit, you called it. I think that's... uh, Isn't that cool? That's... Yeah, it's kind of like an alternate camera. Like, oh, if we could just put one over. I the wish head it would there. be a slimming camera. We'll get that one of them skinny, like skinny noodle cameras. Twenty-five pounds off. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, Forty good. pounds off me. Oh man. Sixty pounds. So you got to uh, play uh, play canner, uh, homemaker, homesteader this week, right? Canning some vegetables. We are homestead farmers. I don't know if you know. News flash: We are old-fashioned antique people all of a sudden, and we're doing old-fashioned antique things <laughs> like canning. That's right. This week, I tried water bath canning for the first time in my life. I I, I used to watch my grandma when I was a little girl, and she both water bath and pressure canned, and so I have been doing a ton of research and Terry took me to take the plunge last week and bought me um, a couple canners and so I started this week with a ton of cucumbers from Greg and Vicky's garden thank you Ferens for the bounty of your garden and I pickled 10 very large cucumbers mm. and I got four quart jars and four pint jars cut and I have dill pickle spears and dill pickle chips and we dill pickled them suckers and it went really really well our house smelled like dill pickle for (laughs) two days when you left and come back it was like yep still smells like pickle still here um and today we we put one in the refrigerator because our daughter our oldest daughter taylor and our granddaughters are coming home tomorrow night they're going to be with us for the weekend because our dead man turns one and so asher and her mother taylor love i mean they have an unnatural affinity for dill pickles and so terry and i tried one today to make sure that they were edible and baby they are good they're very nice Mm -hmm. very good very good yep so we're gonna try uh we'll get a few more cucumbers and we're gonna go for bread and butter pickles next that'll be awesome That'll be awesome. Yeah. Joanne says, uh, New Philadelphia Nazarene is having a revival Monday and Tuesday. And they had a benefit dinner and an auction, and all proceeds went to his orphanage in Malawi. And this is his first time in the States. And they raised $6,000 wow. for the orphanage. Wow. Isn't that so cool? Yeah, that's great. Praise the what Lord. What a blessing. What a blessing. Praise <laughs> the Lord. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. We have Pies a little him. kid. Bless his heart. He was just, he still was developing his language speech and he would say, Pies de Ward. Pies de Yord. Pies de Yord. And he, yeah. 
<laughs> Some little ones use it's wide. It's stuck with us. Yeah. Because it's cute. Right. Yeah. Well, Warren would like to learn. I would like to learn that I've bought everything I need, but still don't have a garden. Okay. So here you, here's what you do. Listen, I've got an answer for you, Warren. You take yourself down to your local farmer's market and you buy all the fresh stuff at a really reasonable price and then you go home and can it but i won't is this weird i don't want to can stuff from the grocery store because i'm not sure what they've you sprayed know, on some yeah, of you don't stuff. know how it's been grown right but i do like the fresh stuff from the farmer's markets and i mean you could buy organic i guess mm -hmm. and try it that way yeah but i really love just canning whatever we happen to have so if greg brings you know a ton of squash I'll probably try my hand at that. Yeah. But since he brought cucumbers, I was all for that. I also found a recipe to make pickle relish and can the pickle relish. So I'm going to try to do that too. That'll be awesome. Yep. Chrissy says, woohoo, go Melissa. She says she loves canning also. Bobby and Chrissy are the bomb. Yeah. At yeah. farming and homesteading and canning. Yeah. Um, but Otis, this is totally new. Otis said his mom made the mistake of grinding up pounds of fresh horseradish in the kitchen once. Drove the whole family out of the oh house. Oh my gosh. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Eyes watering and everything. It's like I can't a tear imagine. gas attack. Oh, I can't man. imagine. That would be crazy. Yeah. Well, Janice say pickles rock. Mm. I, I mean, I like them, but... But yeah. my girls, I mean, and and it was super magnified when Taylor was pregnant both times. Um, Colin was taking her to those homemade pickle places where oh, they yeah. just have them in the vats. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. 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 Joanne says she used to can when her kids were little. You know the feeling. Home canned green, green tomatoes. tomatoes are the best. You know what I like the best? I like um, home canned green beans. My grandma used to uh, can yeah. green beans. So did we. Man, nothing parents, tastes like did. them. And Nanny, Taylor, Taylor best gr grandmother Nanny, she makes, she cans great green beans also. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. fun, you guys. Um, so Mary Kay, I'm so glad you asked. The <laughs> chicken pin was purchased yesterday right? and will be here next Friday. <laughs> And so we've got the chicken pin coming. We have been really, uh, what is the word? Maybe researching the best way yeah. to keep our flock safe. Um, and so we have got a great big pin. It's a great big walk-in pin. It's huge actually. And then we will build their little coop in one corner of of the pen. And so that will be here next Friday. Super excited about that. We got it at a big discount on Prime Day, on yes. Amazon Prime Day. So check it so, out. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So, yep, they're going to be on their way. But we're not going to be canning eggs, though. We might pickle some hard-boiled eggs. Do you guys ever have that? Terry and Terry's daddy. Terry's daddy pickled hard-boiled eggs. Oh, yeah. And you love He put them. those little smokies in there, and he'd put in, like, cherry peppers and mm -hmm. all kinds of crazy stuff. And he would make up these, and he got them in the big one-gallon glass jars. You know what the metal lid? And he would make these all up. And I don't know, there's probably two dozen eggs or more in there. And he, he would bring them to, this is when I played in the country bands and I, when we were touring and traveling. And if they were any, if we were anywhere within two or three hours drive, mom and dad would come up and dad would come and he would bring 
a gallon jar of those pickled eggs, and he would also bring a couple of Ziploc gallon bags of his venison, his deer jerky that he oh, made. Oh man, that stuff he would was make, so good. You know, he would make his own deer jerky. So he would bring that up. And of course, you know, I'm playing in a band with four other guys, and they're all like, hey, you got some great treats there. And then when they decided <laughs> how good they were, I told dad, I said, the next time you guys come to town when we're nearby, you're going to have to bring two gallon jars. And so he started bringing two because by the before the weekend was over, they were already consuming the whole jar. So I had to get one for the band and one for me. Well, uh, that is fun. And they yeah. were really delicious when your yeah. dad, uh, your parents were excellent canners as well. And so I think we're going to try our hand at, at pickling some eggs as yes. well. For sure, for sure. John Jersey says tomatoes, cucumber, jalapenos, basil in the garden now. Homemade spaghetti sauce coming that soon. That sounds good. See, that's Man. that's gardening with a purpose right that's, there. That's it. Yeah. John planted stuff for, I think, spaghetti sauce and salsa. And so did uh, Mark, mm. his brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Missy's brother, Mark, yep. did uh, planter gardens. And that's what he has too. And Dave Ramsey's grandma made the best sweet pickled watermelon oh, rinds. Yeah, I've, I've heard, heard about that. Yeah, 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 for sure. Also, Otis said his grandmother used to go hunting camp as the cook. Used to go to hump- used to hunting go to hunting camp. camp as the cook. Okay, she had two tin cans, one to pour the hot grease into, and one held bullets. Yep, she poured the hot grease onto the bullets. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Otis, you got some stories, brother. That's funny. Oh, man. I'll he tell says you what. we're making everybody hungry tonight. Is that what it is? Okay. No, yeah. that's funny. We don't mean oh, no. to. Yeah. But uh, Janice says my mom pickled eggs out of the dill pickle juice from a gallon jar. She right? would put food coloring in it. So Terry yeah. does that oh, a lot. And dad would use beets, red beets. So mm-hmm. he'd have pickled beets in there, too, but the beets would cover it, color it also. So I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, thank the Lord, though, they didn't really leave their flavor yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Monica says, my Norwegian grandmother canned fish Ah. once. It looks so nasty. Can I tell you that you can actually can anything? You can can bread. You can literally can anything. It's really interesting. And everybody kind of has their own way to do it. And they have their own history and nostalgia and tradition. And it's been funny. Yeah, it's It's because it vacuum packs it, right? Is that what it is? It's it's a preservative, yeah. Preserves the air in there, yeah. Yep, it preserves Joanne it so nothing can grow. Beets. Oh, and Janice is making an announcement. I'm moving in with John and Missy, she oh, said. Oh, my word. I <laughs> bet you they would love that, Janice. I know I would love that because it's only two uh, and a half miles down the street. Yeah, right. So come on. And Dave says red beet eggs. Yum. I liked them. I thought they were good. So, all right. Well, this, this is, is great. good. We'll I catch up it. with you guys uh, yeah, on the I other lo- side of I the love- word for your day. Well, here. I just have a short word tonight, so we won't take too much time for the word, but Let's I want us to I want, want us to hear the word a little bit. Today is July the 13th, 2023. It's my sister's birthday. I won't tell you how old she is cuz I want to honor her and I don't want to like put her on blast, but my sister, my little sister, happy birthday, Candace. I love you so much. I woke up this morning thinking about you and I know that um, we can't be together, but we celebrate you on your special day. Absolutely. But because it is July the 13th, I looked up Proverbs 13 and one of my very favorite verses lives in Proverbs 13. And I want to tell you why. And it's not because it's like an encouraging word, but what it is, is a warning that we need to all keep our minds on. And that is Proverbs 13, verse 12. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but desire fulfilled is a tree of life. I don't think we understand how important hope is. There's a world around us right now that when they begin to lose hope, they start making drastic decisions. And we are seeing an epidemic of suicide and self-harm. We are seeing an epidemic of 
um, bad situations made worse by people who are hopeless. Hope deferred um, is anything that we lose hope in. Anything that, I just want you to think about something for a minute. Have you ever had a time in your life where you felt so hopeless, you just had nothing to look forward to and you just didn't know what was worth getting up for the next day? It's a scary place. It's a it's a low place. It's a dire place. But can I tell you that as believers, we have the only authentic hope. Anything else that hope is put in is false unless it's the hope of Jesus Christ. He is our hope. He is the hope that we want to share. And the Bible tells us to wear our faith so well, to speak so well, to act so well, to love so well, that people begin to ask us, what is the reason for the incredible hope that lies within you? And we can say there's only one reason. His name is Jesus Christ. He doesn't just save us. He, he forgives us. He redeems us. He renews us. He purifies us. He makes us righteous. And he is drawing us and calling us to be more like him. He is such good news. We are full of hope. And this is despite any earthly circumstance around us. We can be sick. We can have the worst health. We can have the worst finances. Literally everything could be crumbling around us. And and I think of our prisoners of war that were put in POW camps and they were starved and they were beaten and they were mistreated, but they had this hope. And his name was Jesus. And it was enough to not only keep them alive, but to sustain them in joy. And like Paul, they were able to praise and worship and sing tribute to our God in the most sick, dire of circumstances because his hope, come on, is so overwhelming. And his hope is so important that when it begins to wane from us because we begin to distance ourselves from that relationship, let me tell you, that hope deferred will make our body sick. It will deteriorate and make our mind sick and it will absolutely make our spirit sick, our heart sick. We cannot allow ourselves any separation with the hope that is Jesus Christ. It is the very life for our body, our mind, and our spirit. Hope in Christ is everything. And this hope is well-placed because he is worthy of that hope. It is well-founded because he will not leave us wanting. He will not fail us. He is not like man that he could lie. If you ever wanted to put your hope in anything, nothing will matter unless it's in Christ. And if you put your hope in Jesus, there is nothing that's a more sure thing than Jesus Christ. And so I just want to tell you today, don't let your hope wane. Don't let it wax cold. If your hope is deferred, there's a call, there's a draw right now to reconnect in right relationship with Jesus Christ. You are literally one prayer away from total restoration in Jesus Christ and your hope can be renewed and it can be a lasting and a persistent hope. I'm telling you, nothing else is worth holding on to like the hope of Jesus Christ. I thank you that desire fulfilled Jesus is a tree of life, a tree of life with good roots and excellent branches and beautiful fruit. And Lord, you are, you are our desire fulfilled. 
And so, Father, I just want to pray that we would be a people full of hope. I pray that the brothers and sisters and the believers of the bride, especially those that are on this Zoom tonight, this uh, this live stream tonight, that we would carry our faith so well, that we would represent you so beautifully in our speech and our action and our love and the intentions of our heart, that people around us would be like, what is the reason for all the crazy hope that lies within you. And we can say, it's Jesus. There's no one like him. Just like those people who were professing their faith and being baptized for the first time at Pirate's Cove in California, they'd heard about him. Come on, they knew he was real. They'd believed in him. But now they're in right relationship and their hope is renewed and it is rock solid because it is placed in Jesus Christ. Father, I pray that we have that testimony and I pray that we would live so well that people would want to come to know you. I pray that we would be a walking invitation to you, Jesus. And so we can tell people for the hope that lies within us. No one wants to come follow us when we act like curmudgeons. No one wants to follow you, Jesus, when Christians are critical and nasty and comparative and finger wagging. That's not who you are. That's not who we need to represent. And so, Lord, I pray we would represent you so well that the rest of the world who's dying, literally dying a hopeless death because they have no hope or their hope is placed in something failing, I pray that they would ask us, how can I have the kind of hope you have? Because we live so on fire for you, Jesus. May we have a set a fire in our bones, set a passion in our heart, Lord, to represent you so well. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I said it was a little word, but it might have got bigger. It was your word for the day. There's your word for the day. Amen. A little word it can go a long ways when it's from God's word. Thank you. Amen. He's so faithful. Yes, he He's is. so faithful. Uh, Megan is saying uh, yes. And uh, since the Behold Conference, she says she's been freed of so many things, freed of hopelessness and unbelief, found so much comfort in surrendering all to Jesus. Amen. And finds comfort in nothing else. That's so good. Hallelujah. Yes. Rick says, let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm. For God can be trusted to keep his promise. Hebrews 10, 23, my devotion this morning. That's wow. So it must be good affirmation when he gives us hope twice in a day, isn't it, Rick? Praise the Lord. Praise That's the right. Lord. Otis says, amen, and thank you, Jesus. I thank him, too. And Michelle says, hallelujah. Good evening, Sister Michelle. Good to hey, see Michelle. you on tonight. Yeah, Jesus is amazing. For sure. I love him so. We need a t-shirt, hashtag Jesus is amazing, right? Did you hear that they were saying there's there's people are saying uh, they use the actual I think it was John Christ might have started hashtag blessed when people say they actually say the hashtag in conversation. Do you remember that? when our daughter would say lol? Lol. <laughs> when she would laugh uh, instead of laughing out loud or lol, she would go lol. <laughs> hashtag lol. Oh, that's so good. Oh, I don't know about that. Well, it is. It is. Things will remember uh, years from now. I wouldn't be so sure of that. I can't hardly remember what I walked into a room for sometimes. <laughs> oh, where's your thing here? It's somewhere over there. It's, yeah, it was, you missed the drum shot. Rim shot. Yay! Uh, so anyway, um, 
Hey, so what do you say? Thanks for tuning in to the, the Good Morning Show at night. In case you just popped in, you wonder what's going on here. Uh, this is the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa, and we are typically on Monday mornings and Saturday mornings, and then Thursday night live. We do this little thing where we kind of all get together and hang out before bedtime, and it's just kind of a cool little way to, to kind of um, roll <laughs> things through. Otis uh, says, I'm old. I see it as a pound sign. The hashtag is the number that's, sign that's right. or the pound sign. It sure well, is. Well, do you remember when we used to call, you know, you call into an automated number on your rotary dial phone or on your boop, boop, yeah, boop, 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 yeah. your kitchen phone. And mm-hmm. it would say to press blah, 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 press the star button <laughs> to hear blah, 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 <laughs> press the pound key. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. And now we're like hashtag. I know it's, it's well, they still say pound key on the phone. I think that's because it's designated for that, you know, and you know, oh, do they really? I think last time I was, I was on something and said, press the, the pound key. Mm. Yeah. Followed by the pound key. So, mm. you know, yeah. So we got a new segment, right? We do? Yes, yes. Here, check this out. I can't wait. The origins of words. Etymology. That's a big word for uh, for words, right? Think about it. It's uh, Words mean uh, all kinds of things, like this word quiz. What right? about the word entomology? Entomology? Are you talking about insects? Insects. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, we're talking about etymology, which is about words. And, you know, sometimes the origin of a word, it's also called etymology in linguistics, right? It's just boring to some people. But as other times, it's it's more like reading an adventure novel, like these words that we're going to take a, a little look at here tonight. The word quiz, did you know? The word quiz, it's a noun, right? We know it as a test of knowledge, especially a brief informal test, usually given to students, right? Uh, like, pay attention, there's going to be a quiz at the end of this. Well, the first one, this word, this first one here is a superficially ordinary word quiz has a cool beginning. According to a legend, it all started when a theater owner in Dublin, Ireland, made a bet. He claimed that he could introduce a new word into language within just a day. And he also said that the people of Dublin themselves would determine the meaning of that word. And to literally spread the word around, he wrote a nonsense word, quiz, Q-U-I-Z, on a lot of small pieces of paper and made a gang of street kids write that word on walls across the city. And a day later, everyone started talking about this word, quiz. And pretty soon, everybody started using it as another word for test because this is what everyone believed the puzzling word was. It was a test. And this legend was recorded in an 1875 book called Gleanings and Reminiscences by F.T. Porter. And the events of the story supposedly unfolded around 1791. But truth be told, from earlier recordings, uh, they say they can determine that this word was used earlier than 1791. So the story might just be an urban legend, but it could also be simply misdated. Wow. The word quiz. Well, that's Did you ever think about where it came from? No, but that's a cool story. Yeah, no, it's okay. I promise you I have not thought about that. All right. Well, here's another one for you. How about this one? This word clue, right? Clue, it's a noun, a fact or an idea that serves as a guide or an aid in a task or a problem. The ne- this uh, it's, uh, came from Greek origin uh, in the famous Greek myth about the Minotaur. You know what I'm talking about? The Minotaur. Um, his name is Theseus. The hero who has sworn to kill the half-human, half-bull beast entered the labyrinth to kill it. And to find his way back out of the maze, check this out, he used a clever trick. He unraveled a clue, C-L-E-W, which is a ball of string behind him so he could find his way back out of the maze. 
right? And it wasn't until the 1500s that the word became very popular and came to mean what it does today. So much so that people changed the spelling of the word to C-L-U-E to reflect its new meaning. But think about this, the clue, the C-L-E-W, the ball of string, so he could find his way back out. It was so that he could, it leads to something. A clue leads uh, to something. I got it. Okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. All right. And did you fact check? Are we okay on this one? Here? I didn't fact check it, but when you used the word, I was like, that's a name. That's yes. the name of a man yes. in the Bible. That's right. Uh, the clue, Colonel Mustard in the library with the candlesticks, yeah, says Otis, right? Yeah, the board game, says yeah. Rick. Yeah, you guys are so smart. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. All right. So let's see. The third word here for our origins is the word Nimrod. Now, the word Nimrod is typically meant as an inept person, right? Uh, yeah, right. And, and the history, it's, it's a concrete example of how media and entertainment can influence language. Until the 20th century, the word Nimrod actually meant a skillful hunter. Ah. And Nimrod is actually a biblical character yes. who was the great grand son of Noah, right. who was a very powerful king and surprise, surprise, an excellent hunter. Yeah. The meaning of the unfortunate word changed dramatically when this guy, Bugs Bunny, everyone's favorite Looney oh. Tune, right, character sarcastically called the clumsy and downward stupid hunter Elmer Fudd a nimrod in one of the episodes. Oh. And this sarcastic remark stuck and soon, very soon, nimrod came to mean an inept person. Someone, wow. the absolute opposite of what it meant. Uh, somebody's, oh, it's your son trying yep. to, uh, uh, he, is he trying to get in on the uh, Good Morning Show? I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> he wants to try. <laughs> so the word stuck as, a, as, as an inept person, the absolute opposite of what it used to mean. The fourth one in our list here is the word tragedy, and uh, it's, a, it's a noun, a very sad event that shocks people because it involves death. But did you know that the word tragedy stems actually from the Greek word tragodia, T-R-A-G-O-D-I-A, that literally means goat song. It may seem very strange at first, but it makes sense if you know that all the first ancient Greek tragedies were performed by actors dressed in goatskins and furs. Uh. And historians believe that they put on these weird fur coat costumes to portray satyrs, half man, half goat mythical creatures that often appeared in the ancient stories. And so they're goat songs. The tragedy is a goat song. So These are <laughs> yeah. weird. Yeah, Jerry. yeah, yeah. Okay. This last one, you're going to love this one. Jumbo. It's an adjective. Very large. Unusually for its type. And one of the few adjectives, uh, <laughs> it's like the previous word, can be traced back to a single individual. In 1880, the Royal Zoological Society in London sold an elephant called Jumbo to American showman P.T. Barnum. And by the age of seven, Jumbo grew to be 11 and a half feet tall and weighed six and a half tons, almost double the average weight. And so linguists believe that his name probably stems from two Swahili words, Jambo, which means hi, hello, and Jumba, Jumbe, meaning chief. And I, th I think it's a great name since he was clearly a chief of the elephants, uh, at least if we're judging by size. That's cool. So there you have some words, uh, the origin of etymology. the word, right? Yes, for your etymology wow. for okay. this evening, right? Well, that was, uh, yes. Awesome. Oh, interesting. Yeah, right? Otis says Nimrod was supposed to take a left in Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You guys. That's right. Uh, you know, the interesting thing was, is that uh, I always, whenever I'm doing the intros and for the Thursday night shows, I send text messages to Ben Hill and uh, I always say, hey, could you record me this line or whatever as it pertains to subjects that we're going to do? And I told him the origin of words and he didn't know, and I should have used it for this one. That would have been a little secret little clue, um, but he did one, the origin of white 
Bugs Bunny, Bugs Bunny kind of turning that, Nimrod that voice. into a yeah Woids. He said Woids in one of his silly ones, and so I thought, you know, that's just one of those uh, kind of things. So, did yeah. my eyes just go fuzzy, or is I don't it know. is it this ridiculous screen that's giving us trouble? <laughs> oh no, it's the screen. Well, yep. I want to ask if favor. Mm-hmm. Do you think we could do maybe one or two get to know you questions yeah, to finish yeah. out the night? Yeah. Why Are not? you guys up for that? We'd like to get to know you. I love your answers to the get to know you questions. So here's how the get to know you questions work. We have between one and I think 198 questions right now, one in 198. And when you guys pick a random number, then we have a question that's assigned to that number. So we don't know what the questions are going to be beforehand. And so in the moment, we answer the question and you get to know a little bit about me, get to know a little bit about Terry, and we get to know about you. So how about we do that? Why don't you guys pick a number between one and 198? And we'll see if we have time for one or two of these. Can we do this tonight? Uh, 178. 178. Let's see what 178 is. All All right. right. So here's number 178. The question is, if... You left your current life behind and ran away to follow your dreams. What would you be doing? I would be singing on Broadway, like Ethel Merman and Barbara Streisand, like Hello Dolly, and having a big time. That's cool. That's cool. I don't think so, though. I really love my life. I don't want to run away from my no, life. I, I feel like question. I'm living it's, the dream now, but, yeah, yeah. but that that's probably what I would be doing. Yeah, I'd okay. probably be running... Um, running like some kind of a school or something for kids who want to study the arts or do uh, like you know computer training sound mixing video editing all that kind of stuff that can't afford to go to a college or university to do that and provide that for free for them so that they could be used by churches and other organizations and that kind of a thing I think that's something I would love to do huh uh, okay what about you guys if you could run away from your life and do anything you want what would you do and Joanne would be RVing and yeah. Dave Ramsey said traveling in an RV all over the country <laughs> and Janice would be a stay at home mom yeah and what about the rest of you those are pretty great yeah they are they really are also I think Janice and Ben chose number 47 look at that 47 he said <laughs> just like Janice numbers. that's so funny no way the, all right all right we'll pull so up let's no, pull up number 47 scroll down in case anybody continues right, to answer hey, the dream gotta, what I would you plant be? it here so all right it can, it can work um, um, Michelle would be back in southwest Kansas plus taking missions trips there you go Jeff would be uh, in, the in the library reading Jeff, what would you read? What's your genre of choice? Um, Otis says, what's better than being retired? See, Otis, I'm like you. I love my life so much. I don't want to run away from it. I feel like I'm living the dream now. (laughs) And I mean that. Yeah. Dee would live in the mountains. Ben would be a marine biologist in the ocean. And Heather says she'd be a park ranger. Oh, I want to hang out with them. I think that'd be cool. I could see Heather being a park ranger. That's right. And Warren would live in the woods like the Indians. You guys are so fun. (laughs) Megan would be traveling and rich. Yeah, there you go. I I don't know, but I think preaching the gospel is a dream come true. And I love telling people about Jesus. And I love bringing hope and encouragement to people. So that would be also, awesome. I love drinking coffee and that's kind of what my life's all about. So I'm a pretty happy girl. 
Jeff says he'd be reading anything. I think that's great. I yeah. love. I have a penchant for Christian fiction. Did you guys know that? I love it. It's uplifting to the Lord, but there's good storylines. All right. Well, Janice and Ben both chose number 47. Right. Janice was like, what's wrong with 47, Ben? There's nothing wrong with 47. In fact, it's a cool question. It says, what's the weirdest way you have met someone? Wes, the weirdest way you have met someone. Why are you chuckling over there? I was thinking how we met was pretty weird. Yeah. But yeah. I don't want to tell that story. Well, so you can, you can just, you know, just, I think, this, just the topic. I personally think that there's a lot of people that meet one another in a pretty weird way. And that is um, over the internet. I think mm, that's... We, did, we didn't meet no, over the No, we didn't that's meet that way, but saying. a lot of people do. Yeah. I think that's kind of strange. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met I met some people that way. It didn't go well. So, <laughs> so what's the weirdest way that you have ever met someone? Um, <clears throat> um, Otis think- says slathering dolphins with sunscreen is a good gig, and that's what some of the um, the. Uh, oh, I thought that's the weirdest no, way he no, met no, somebody. No, slathering uh, a dolphin. It, that's what some of the Marines was it the Navy guys or the Marines in in Hawaii did. That's one yeah. of their jobs they did. They oh, slathered oh. the dolphins. Oh, we're still with, on the jobs. Okay, yeah. baby snuggler. That's what uh, Monica was. Ooh, yeah, that's a good about. one. Uh, and, shrimp boat captain. Uh, he want to have a shrimp boat captain like Force Gump. <laughs> That's so good, what's John. the weirdest way that you guys have met someone? I think, uh, I don't know if I think about it, the weirdest way that I maybe met somebody was, uh, well, you know, when you meet somebody that you have somebody else in common with and you didn't really realize it and you're like 10 states away from where that person is, like you're in California and you live in Kentucky and you're in California and you run into somebody that says they know your cousin or whatever. Like you know? when we were at the Grand Canyon and I was wearing my Louisville shirt and yes. he, some, oh, and guy, guy had, yeah. some guy stopped me and looked me dead in my face and he goes, U of L or UK? <laughs> and I was like, dude. Oh, yeah. That's so funny. <clears throat> uh, let's see. D-Boy met Larry Bird in an elevator at General Assembly. What? That's cool. That is awesome. Otis uh, said the vet techs at Ken- Kenahoe yeah. Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, Robin said Otis and I met in an AOL chat room 20 years ago. Wow. There you go. Michelle said sitting here with the guy from the internet 20 years ago. That's so funny. I How said cool. that. 20 um, years, both I of them. met my computer technician on the way to work in sort of a possible road rage incident. <laughs> oh, Janice. That's pretty weird, you guys. Yeah, nothing like uh, road rage, rage leading into a, hey, I think I know you. Oops. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man. That's really cool. Wow, you guys. Well, this is been fun. It's been, uh, we've had a blast tonight. And it's gone really fast. Yeah. But you know what? Our time is ending. It's time for this old lady to go to bed. But in the meantime, we want to tell you this. We love you. We encourage you. We bless you in Jesus' name. If there's anything you need, will you reach out to us? Because we really want you to know whatever you're going through, you're not going through it alone. There's a whole family of God surrounding you and cheering you on. Let us help you. We want to pray with you and encourage you because we love you. That's right. That's right. You're special to God. You're special to us. And uh, we sincerely love getting to hang out with you all and talk about all this fun, goofy stuff and get to know each other. And uh, we just want you to be blessed. And between here and Saturday, uh, we're going to be doing some things. We'll prep something and let you know a little more about that. If you've not received, if you've not signed up for notifications on our website, be sure to go to our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Click on the little information thing there to sign up for notifications because we'll be sending out emails that you'll only get through those notifications uh, about things that are getting ready to happen this week and some things that are also going to be brewing about a giveaway that's coming up.
coming up and uh, various other things. So go to our website. All right. Sign up for that. And uh, we will be communicating with you soon. Love you, Janice. It's one of those things. Oh, Jeff said he struck up conversations on an airplane and found common people in our background. Yep. That is so cool. We love you, D. You guys have a great trip to Belize and Master Pastor Yoda and Heather Hill. We'll see you soon. We love you guys. Yep. Bless you guys. That's all for now. Thanks for tuning into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes, find links to our social pages, and drop us a line at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Thanks for listening.